0: This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell prostrate and were very much afraid. When we're anxious or afraid, probably all of us have some kind of normal reaction, some coping mechanism with our fear and with our anxiety. If you're anything like me and Peter, when you're feeling anxious, feeling worried, you spring into action. I want to build some tents. I jokingly say from when I was in college, Never was I so productive on the rest of my to-do list as when I had a final, a project, or a paper to be writing. All of a sudden, my room would become clean. All of the to-do items that I'd put off, put off. All of a sudden, I would much rather do those than confront the thing that I don't want to do, right? Unfortunately, that tendency in me still continues, and I love to busy myself as a form of escaping from anxiety and fear, checking the email, working on this, that, or the other thing. It's a nice coping mechanism. Perhaps the most popular coping mechanism in our day is our cell phone, our, our screens. As of last week, another study came out and they were saying that the average American spends over five hours a day on their phone, five hours a a day. And I know that's not for everybody. That's the average. Some of you might be saying, Father, I don't have any problem not looking at my phone. And I would say to that, I wish I was like you. My phone reminds me every week how addicted I am to it. It gives me the hour total every single week at 9 o'clock, 9, 10 actually, every Sunday morning as I'm celebrating Mass, there's a little vibrate. And I'm like, oh, yep, here comes the verdict. How much time I've spent on my phone this week. If you were to factor that out over a whole lifetime, five hours a day, and this is not, including watching television shows, Netflix, doing all the other social media on your computer. If you were to factor that out, that's about 15 years of our life. 15 years of our life that we'll be looking at a screen. That's pretty hard to swallow. Almost 400 years ago, well before any screens, Blaise Pascal, a philosopher and a Christian, he said, most of the world's problems, most of man's problems are a result of his inability to be alone and quiet by himself in a room. Well before all of the distractions and entertainment we have, most of man's problems result from his inability to be alone and quiet in a room. Being quiet, trying to listen, especially to God, or to just listen to our own hearts and our minds, that can be a very scary prospect, right? We don't maybe want to confront what's going on in there because we're afraid of what we might find. And so instead, we just reach out and grasp for things that are going to cover that underlying sense of fear, anxiety, or whatever else we might be experiencing. We're looking for that escape. And this is just part of the human condition. The problem is, we, with our technology, we've developed something that can literally hold our attention and distract us for many hours at a time. The endless scrolling, right? Thanks be to God. Jesus, he wants to break in so badly. He wants to break our addictions. He wants to transform us as he was transformed on the mountain. That word transfigured only appears in the Gospels one time, and it's at the Transfiguration. St. Paul uses it again in the letter to the Romans, chapter 12, verse 1 and 2, a favorite of Pope Benedict. The verse says, do not conform yourselves to this world, but be transformed. Metamorpho is the Greek there. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind so that you may demonstrate what is the will of God, what is good and pleasing and perfect. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind. A couple of weeks ago, I shared with you that principle You become what you behold. You become what you give your attention to. And then Father Edward challenged all of you, if you were here last week, how much is Jesus worth to you? How much of your time? How much of your attention? How much of your money? How much is he worth to you? Apparently, our entertainment, our distraction is worth over five hours of our day every single day. So my challenge that I submit before you is, is Jesus worth 15 to 30 minutes of your time every single day? You're going to hear me say it over and over again. We cannot be fervent followers. We cannot be fervent disciples of Jesus unless we're spending quality time with him. Our minds can't be transformed unless we're soaking our minds in the word. Imagine what is happening to our mind as it's being soaked in our screens for that many hours a day. Doesn't it make sense that we would just give a little bit of proportionate time to that silent time with Jesus, especially with the word of God? Even if you were to only read two chapters of a gospel a day, if you were to be faithful to that, just slowly and reflectively reading two chapters of a gospel a day, your mind is going to be transformed. You're going to start seeing things differently. You're going to start acting differently. People from the outside might not be able to tell the difference in your appearance, and maybe they would in your peace and your joy, but you will be transformed in your soul, and that's where the transformation most counts. In just a second, we're going to witness a very similar transformation The outside of the bread and the wine is not going to change. It's still going to look like bread and taste like bread, but it's going to be something completely different, completely new. It's going to become Jesus. As we receive Jesus in the Eucharist, he's inviting us to be transformed by him. And we are transformed to the extent that we believe in him and his presence in the Eucharist. We are transformed to the extent that we desire to receive him in the Eucharist. And we are transformed to the extent that we expect him to change us and to transform us in our minds, our hearts, our souls in the Eucharist. Jesus, we thank you and we praise you. We thank you for manifesting your glory. We, we repent, Jesus, of any of the ways we have given our attention and beheld things that don't renew our mind, but corrupt our mind and stifle our peace, our joy, and only make us more anxious and more afraid. Jesus, we repent of all the ways we have ignored you, stayed away from silence to hear your voice and to hear the words of love that you have for us, especially in the word that is scripture. Jesus, we ask you to fill and transform our hearts. We believe in you. We expect great things of you in us. Jesus, we desire you help our lack of desire. Jesus, help us to be transformed right now by the renewal of our mind so that we may demonstrate what is your will, what is good and pleasing and perfect. Amen.